Lucille Ball. We think we know her, don't we? We've seen I Love Lucy for the last 50 years plus. We know Lucy, we know Desi, we know their children. But there's a lot we don't know yet. So let's learn it together. On this podcast, we're going to learn about Lucille Ball. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Let's talk about Lucy and Desi and their weddings. Yes, weddings with an S. Because not only did they say I do, they said I do, and I do, again. (laughs) After meeting on the set of Too Many Girls, Desi, we know, fell madly in love with Lucy. Although he was engaged to Renee DeMarco, the dancer at the time, he he couldn't sidestep his love for Lucy. He couldn't let it go. He just had to be with her. They were just a... A match made in heaven, so to speak. Uh, well, not really in heaven. That's not a good way to put that. But anyway, he fell madly in love with Lucy. How about that? And he called her Lucy, even though everyone else called her Lucille, because according to Desi, he didn't want to call her what everyone else called her. He wanted his name for her to be special. So he's the one who started calling Lucille Ball Lucy. And... The rest is kind of like history. We all call her Lucy now, don't we? Uh, So anyway, they met on the set of Too Many Girls. Desi Arnaz fell madly in love with Lucy. But their work schedules and work locations really kept them apart for most of their dating. And if Lucy were on set or filming somewhere, it was actually Desi who would get jealous. He would actually accuse Lucy of cheating on him when she would be in one state and he would be in another state. And, you know, one time she was in New York and I think he was in California and he accused her of cheating on him with the mayor of New York. Okay, Desi. But anyway, he would always apologize and, you know, make amends for even thinking such a thing. But anyway, one day they actually ended up in the same city at the same time. And Desi goes to the location where Lucy is doing an interview. And when the interviewer brings up the subject of Desi uh, to Lucy, she emphatically states that, yes, they are madly in love. But the difference in their locations, the difference in their culture... The difference in their lifestyles, marriage was totally out of the question. Wow. Well, Desi was in the audience at the time. And Desi interrupted the interview with, No one's going to believe that story, Lucy. And Lucy jumped up and said, What on earth are you talking about? 
Well, says Desi, I have already made arrangements for us to get married tomorrow. <laughs> kind of like a surprise wedding. Actually, mine was a surprise wedding, too. I only had two days notice, but that's a whole nother story. And Lucy says, well, you know, love, well, let's, 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 let's slow this boat down just a little bit. Why don't we try living together first? Let's just see how our differences will come together. How will we blend? Because we're very different, very different backgrounds, very different lifestyles. Desi said, no, absolutely not. He was not about to live together. He said, nope, I want a wife. I want children, and I want a home, period, paragraph. So, <laughs> uh, giving in to Desi, as Lucy often did, Desi, Desi's manager, his road manager, drove them to Connecticut to get married. Uh, problem, problem number one, Desi nor his manager nor Lucy had done any research on the subject of marriage in Connecticut and the laws associated with it. So uh, Desi had a show the next day, so he only planned to be there long enough to get married, yada yada, go back home, have a show the next day. Well, in Connecticut, there is a five-day waiting period. After the license is issued, you can't get married for five days. They didn't have five days. They had five days, but Desi wasn't about to wait five days. He already basically just kidnapped Lucy and got her up there, you know, on a prayer and a whim. So Desi, being Desi, he found the justice of the peace that didn't hold to the five-day rule. And he was absolutely honored to do their wedding ceremony absolutely the same day that they got the license. And so Desi, Lucy, and his manager all go over to the Justice of the Peace to get married, and problem number two arises. Desi forgot to get a ring. Well, you know, that's a very important part of the marriage ceremony. And Lucy is not about to let that little tidwink slide. So, what do they do? Desi's manager drives over to the local Woolworth. Yes, Woolworth. And purchases a brass band. Word of Desi and Lucy's marriage ceremony. So, on November 30th, 1941, which is actually less than a year since they married, Right, because they met in 41, November 3rd of the 41, same year. Lucy and Desi were married at the Byram River Beagle Club. Sound familiar? The Byram River Beagle Club. It's also the location of one of the, in one of the episodes of I Love Lucy. Episode 26, The Marriage License. Remember when Lucy found out that they had misspelled Ricky's name on the marriage license and she insisted that they get married again? So they trotted off to Connecticut and in the episode they called it the Byram River Beagle Club. So I guess that was a way of reliving. And although, you know, Lucy's family was very welcoming to Desi, they op welcomed him with open arms and they loved anyone that Lucy loved, they loved with one exception, 
her grandfather. Not that he didn't like Desi, but he was concerned because the two lived in separate states. There was a six-year difference in their ages, with Lucy being six years older. Uh, Lucy's in California, in Hollywood. Desi's in New York. So uh, no children, of course, were conceived because you cannot conceive over the phone. But Desi's mother thought she had another reason why there were no children conceived. She's a very devout Catholic. And Desi's mother believed the reason the couple had not been blessed with any children was because they were not married in their traditional Catholic ceremony. See, she didn't like that little trip to Connecticut to the Byron River Beagle Club, and she thought it actually worked against them, which is why, even though they were living in separate states, living practically separate lives, the real reason that they had not conceived a child is because their marriage had not been blessed. So, to make Desi's mother happy, and to, uh, and also with the hopes of conceiving a child, which they both wanted very, 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 very much, they got married again. Yes. The second marriage came nine years later, on June 19th, 1949. And guess what happened six months later? You guessed it. Six months after the second marriage, the second wedding, the Catholic wedding <laughs> that Desi's mother wanted so much, Lucy and Desi found out they were about to be parents. Yay! So I guess uh, mama knows a little something something. Mothers always do. But, unfortunately, they lost the baby. And I can just imagine how painful that must have been for all of them. Lucy, Desi, and Grandma, actually. All that time. And still, to get that far. I don't know how far along Lucy was. But I believe it was very traumatic from what I can find um, in some of the literature. So I won't quote what I can't verify, but I believe it was quite some time. But guess what? Joy came for Lucy and Desi. Yay! On July 17th, 1951, they welcomed a healthy, healthy baby girl. Yes. Their prayers were answered. Mama's happy. Lucy's happy. Desi's happy. Healthy baby girl who incidentally was going to be named Susan Arnaz. And as far as Lucy thought, that was the name they had agreed on and that was the name they had settled on. So after the birth of their, bar of their darling baby girl, Lucy goes in to take a rest and Desi goes in the room to fill out the birth certificate. And guess what he did? Of course you know what he did. <laughs> he changed the baby's name from Susan to Lucy. So Lucy woke up. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To find out that her daughter, Susan, is now named Lucy. Now, we have little Lucy Arnaz, named after her mommy. And again, another joy comes on January 19th, 1953. They welcome a baby boy, a son. And guess who they named him after? Well, you named Lucy after mommy. So we're going to name our son after Desi. And now the family is complete. We have a daughter named Lucy and a son named Desi. And everyone is living smiles and happy. Yay. Even grandma's happy. Okay. She got her wish. She's got a family. She's got two beautiful grandchildren. That's Desi though. Desi's always thinking ahead. Let's make mommy happy and make wife happy all at the same time. It's just like he always was thinking ahead on I Love Lucy, right? He was always a step ahead. Even though Lucy was close, she was right behind him, sometimes right in front of him. <laughs> Desi always thought business. He grew up in that realm of thinking business. So in the meantime of all this trying to create a family, bring a family, a healthy family, a healthy marriage, also making a show. Hello, not easy. I love Lucy. While all this is going on, they're also producing a show called I Love Lucy. And in the midst of all this thinking, gonna have a family, keep my wife healthy, gotta have a hit show to support this family we're now creating, right? So Desi gets an idea to buy the rights and the film reels for I Love Lucy. Even before anyone thought of it, Desi's like, I want to own what I create. Bill Paley, the head of the network, predicted, not a problem, selling whatever he wants, the rights, the reels, everything, because as far as Bill Paley thought, who was the head of the network at the time, probably not for long though, predicted the show would last about maybe six weeks. Mr. Bailey decided that the show wasn't very good and probably would only last a few episodes, uh, maybe two months, six weeks at most. Boy, you talk about wrong. Because I just saw I Love Lucy on TV like two hours ago. Sorry, Mr. Paley, but you called that one really, really wrong. They were always second-guessing Desi. Every step he made, he was second-guessed. But you know who Desi was? Desi was a man who did not give in to other people's opinions. Desi was a man who did not give in to his dreams. Desi was a man who didn't let other people orchestrate his life, his family, or himself. When Desi and Lucy bought their ranch in Chatsworth, people were like, oh my God, Chatsworth, oh my God, why would you move way to Chatsworth? You work in Hollywood, you're moving to Chatsworth, and you're buying a ranch? Why on earth would you buy a ranch in Chatsworth? Well, 
First of all, he didn't really ask you what you thought. Second of all, that ranch in Chatsworth that Lucy and Desi bought and paid $14,500 for, you know how much that ranch is worth and sold for 30 years later? Well, that ranchette in Chatsworth that was purchased in 1942 by Lucy and Desi Arnaz for $14,500 is now the site of a multi-million dollar housing development. Okay? That's why you don't listen to other people when it comes to your life, your dreams, and your decisions. Follow your own heart. Follow your own mind. Let them follow theirs. You follow yours. So, even though the networks, network execs and all the people were so surprised at, you know, how how fast and how popular this show had gotten, they still didn't really hold hold, hold out much hope. You know, they, they thought that if they didn't have anything to do with it, it couldn't be very successful. You know, kind of like when Lucy <laughs> would try to get into Ricky's band at the Babaloo. I'm going to get in this show some kind of which way. I'm going to get in this show. I'm going to get in this show if I have to sneak in. Well, actually, Lucy had a band before Desi did. Desi Arnaz, not Ricky Ricardo, Desi Arnaz. Lucille Ball had her own high school band when she was in high school. And she was the leader of the band. Now, this band, I don't understand the name or where it comes comes from. Lucy's high school band was called the Gloom Chasers Union. Yes, the Gloom Chasers Union. And guess what instrument Lucy played? Lucy played the drums. Can you picture? Now, Lucy's a brunette then. Don't forget, she hadn't gone red yet. She's still in high school. But anyway, Lucy played the drums at different parties and at school in the lunchroom. And she tried hard. Her and her friends, they tried. I think there were three other girls or three girls total. I'm not really sure about the number. I'll look into that and get back to you. But the Gloom Chasers Union were an awful band. (laughs) They were terrible. They'll be the first to tell you that they were terrible. So Lucy, being Lucy, changed the the group, I'll say, the band, from a band to actresses. And instead of doing music, we'll do skits. So they started putting on skits for the school, in the cafeteria, in her backyard. And, you know, I think Lucy has been preparing for stardom her whole life. And I wonder how, I wonder how her parents felt when they finally got a chance to see all that work and hard dedication really pay off. I'm sure they had smiles from ear to ear, because I do. And I wonder how Bill Paley felt when I Love Lucy turned out to be such a success since he thought it would only last six weeks, right? And now here you have all these people wanting to be a part of this number one hit show, like Aaron Spelling, William Holden, Cornell Wilde. Rock Hudson, Orson Welles, Harpo Marx, who was a very good friend of the family, Bob Hope, who we know was a friend of everyone, <laughs> John Wayne, remember those episodes, hysterical with the cement and everything, uh, Van Johnson. That for me is, I would love to know more about that relationship. Because remember the the incident with Van Johnson and the Untouchables? 
how he was supposed to be the original Elliot Ness and how his uh, situation with his wife caused him to lose the part to Robert Stack because of the way she approached Desi Arnaz and Lucy about uh, Van Johnson's salary. Anyway, he ended up being on I Love Lucy. I think maybe, not a lot, but maybe one or two episodes. Okay, George Reeves, Superman, was also a part of I Love Lucy, one of my fa- my husband's absolute favorite episodes. I don't know if it's because of George Reeves, uh, Superman, or the episode itself. I thought it was hysterical, especially when he said, you've been married to her for 15 years, and they call me Superman. <laughs> funny, funny, funny. But they all are, so you really, it's really hard to pick a favorite. And least we not forget the Alabama Foghorn herself, Tallulah Bankhead, and the episode she did with Lucy and Ethel when Ethel pretended to be the maid and Fred pretended to be the butler. What a catastrophe. But through it all, Tallulah Bankhead did an excellent job on Lucy. Uh, We also had Richard Whitmark. Remember Richard Whitmark episode when Lucy and Ethel took the bus tour through the the Hollywood tour through the stars' homes, and they spot a fruit tree in Richard Whitmark's backyard, and they want to get off the bus so Lucy can pick a grapefruit. Remember that scene where Lucy and Ethel are walking up to the front of the house that's supposedly, quote-unquote, Richard Whitmark's house? That house, that home, was the real home of Lucy and Desi Arnaz. So the house they were portrayed in that shot, it's a very quick shot you have to watch. And some of the episodes now, that scene has been cut out. But if you have your DVDs and VHSs, like I do, go back and watch. That scene where they're walking up, I think Lucy has her hand in a coat pocket. That's Lucy and Desi's home that they show. And the um, that's, it's supposed to be Richard Whitmark's house. So... Um, the size of that house says, to me, dreams realized. And J- Lucy and Desi were very, very strong in their commitments to each other. They worked hard for everything they had. They stayed committed to each other. They stayed committed to their children. But most of all, they stayed committed to their dreams. When you let someone else influence your life, I really hope it's someone worthy. Because you letting them run your life doesn't really give you one to run. Follow your own heart. Follow your own dreams. There are no batteries in your back, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let anyone put any in there. You are not a wind-up toy. It's your life. Live it your way. Contrary to what people think. The people you respect the people you choose to get your advice from, that's your choice. Unsolicited advice is the worst advice you can give. So as my mother didn't say, if I didn't ask you, please don't tell me. Because <laughs> apparently you're not the one I want giving me advice. <laughs> I live my life my way because you can't rewind it. And if you fall and if you fail, no worries. Just keep at it. Keep living. It's your life. Keep insisting on your happy. No one can give it to you like you can. Okay, folks? From this day forward, we're going to get our Desi up.
No compromise. Never compromise your dreams. A dream realized is a blessing and a wonderful feeling. Keep dreaming. Like Lucy, keep laughing. It's worth every single second. Share that laugh. If you feel safe, if you feel, feel comfortable, you have someone close, share your dreams, but be very, very careful doing so. Don't let anyone wind you up like an Energizer bunny. There are no batteries in your back because they're not supposed to be there. Stay happy. Keep laughing. And remember, you only get one chance. You can't rewind life. Until next time, I love Lucy. I hope you do too.